is you focus on the inner beauty which doesn't cost as much to work on as everybody paying these millions and billions of dollars for all this mascara billions yeah. of, like I, I hate the fact that we spend billions of dollars on industries that we simply do not own and we make 1.5 trillion dollars one point one one figure is 1.5 one figure is 1.9 and one figure is 1.3 depending on what school of thought you come from but we make over a trillion dollars a year out of the economy and we don't see none of that we don't see none of that uh money we don't see none of that money because we spend 800 billion dollars on hennessy 600 billion like if we if we just took one vice that black people had and spent it on black people black people be and not be oppressed no more forever if we just took all the money we spent on nike and say we're gonna reallocate all the money we spent on nike and put that on building another black wall street we would be out of poverty we would be everything everything would be good tomorrow but yep. okay Yo, yo, Doc, man, what, what are you doing, man, with these these Instagram? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, man. I'm a, hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of a beautiful woman selling something, baby. Uh, hey, but, man, but what you I, were saying to um, to the, to the shop, but, but, but remember, she's a real, but she's a real, she's a. Those two girls y'all seen, they they they're not just models. They they actually took the product. Okay. So they yeah. actually did the cleanse and they actually went, gave testimonials and showed their before and, and they showed their before and after. So that's what she was doing. Like, you know, she's showing okay. like, yo, yo, look, this stuff got me feeling nice. This stuff got me feeling light and vibrant, you know? Okay. It got so me feeling saying, sexy. On, on this yeah. sink, she's showing her before and her after. <laughs> okay. So I see y'all in the middle of the picture. In the middle of the picture, she got a beautiful in the middle of the picture is a beautiful face, so you know. But but oh, see know. this but this also ties in and, and Brother Saker, I know I mentioned this campaign that I talk about. It's called being a twenty dollar revolutionary. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. And, and and for those who don't know what that is, I'm I'm gonna break it down to you. Okay. Uh, Shocker Doctor just talked about the the, the so-called purchasing power, the 1.8, the 1.9, trillion. Now, here's something that we can do that's very simple but can be very effective, short term and long term. Right. Being a twenty dollar revolutionary. Let's say that individually, we make a commitment to make a twenty dollar purchase every week from a black owned entity be it brick and mortar or and or uh internet based right if you were to do that over a 52 week period individually you would have put $1040 back into the hands of black entrepreneurs and business owners all right now if we continue to do that and we begin to get others to do that if we can reach 50 million people and get them to practice being a $20 revolutionary every week, within one year, we would have shifted $52 billion back into our economy. Just from that one habit, we ain't had to go out here to protest, the whole test, and yell Black Lives Matter and all the rest of that. The whole testers. Okay. So, protesting and whole testing. We got we yeah, can, I'm telling you, man. I you, gotta I gotta I gotta do a live on protesting and whole testing. <laughs> we just from, <laughs> just from one habit, we can shift fifty two billion back into our hands, but it's about making a commitment based in the nucleus of culture, history, and spirituality. But right. that's something very simple, but it's very effective. Man, that that's that's 
that's something that uh genius that's genius that we can now see that's something that we can actually market to people and get people to do right you know you know get people to become these 20 dollar revolutionaries and say hey man you know get on code get on code and spend your money with your people um i say i say hey 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 since since you dropped the the 20 dollar revolutionary let's talk about beef yes sir there's a thing that i call the science of beef and what the science of beef is beef stands for business economics entrepreneurship and finance okay if we can practice that and like i said it's, it's something very simple very uh basic but it's very effective mm-hmm. okay the simple things always are right and, and that's why i said you know if if you talk about beef just say okay business economics entrepreneurship finance it's something that the people can remember okay right. meet the people where they are by coming up with uh ac- was it acronyms mm-hmm. people can remember that hey what are you doing i'm practicing the science of beef okay all right so, yeah and lastly lastly because i want to go ahead and wrap things up we've been yes, chatting sir. for a minute man oh, yeah chakra doctor i love having you on the show man <laughs> yo thank you for all the magic you're bringing to what we're doing brother no worries no worries be a cop Ooh. yeah be a cop be a creator owner and producer right of the product down. services and content that you, you know that that we manifest 20 dollar revolutionary yes sir well, yeah, twenty dollar revolutionary, and then you said beef is business, economics, entrepreneurship, and finance. That's right? the science of beef, yes, sir. All right, twenty dollar revolutionary, science of beef, and then be a cop, which means <laughs> be a creator, owner, producer. Practice. We gotta stop, we gotta oh, stop running from the cop and become a cop. <laughs> yes, sir. And see, you and see, you can be a righteous cop by being this right which is what you are you are a righteous cop you're a creator owner and producer of products well, like i told you, you I, t- I, t- I tell people all the time nothing wrong with cops is, is not, there's nothing wrong with cops it's just that we don't they don't we don't own we don't own the police force so um we don't get to decide what cops get to patrol our neighborhood but if that's see, that, these just simple things like that like i would rather you know i, I call it i call it a halfway segregation you know, we need to go back to the segregated. You need to go back to segregation halfway. Like when it comes to the police, don't let no white cops patrol black neighborhoods. Only black cops can patrol black neighborhoods. Um, you know, only uh, only black people on, let only let only black people handle black people when it comes to these interracial relations. When it comes to uh, getting arrested and all of these things, like we need to become we need to become partly segregated again so that we can see that it's okay to be with ourselves, for ourselves, by ourselves, right? Um, but if we constantly thinking that we need a Caucasian to validate who we are as people, we're never gonna make it there. You know what I mean? So yes, I I believe I believe every single industry that is around right now is, I don't have no, no problem with it. The only problem I have with the industry is that we don't own none of them. If, uh, listen, we spent $600 billion on Hennessy. If Hennessy was black owned, Oh, amen, Hennessy. You see, we spend you no know, five hundred billion dollars on Nike. If, if Nike was black owned, amen, Nike. We, we we own Nike, 
but we yeah. don't own none of this stuff. So that's why I got a problem with all this stuff. It's not about the actual, you know, institutions or not. It's about who owns them, and we don't own it. So it's like, yeah. why? You know, it's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. You know? And you know sure. what? I think the ownership piece is what we're doing tonight. So tonight we started off <laughs> talking about Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson. Right. This is her with Cory Booker. Mm. Uh, oh, salute to Cory Booker because he stood up for her when she was catching a little bit of uh, a mm. little bit of challenge. Oh from, yeah, she was uh, catching that flack. Huh? Pro- yeah, yeah. She was um, catching that Joe Flacco. well you know this brings us back to our conversation because we started off talking about judge ketanji brown jackson and taking ownership and so we can't just accept what's put in front of us on a plate we gotta own the conversation we have Mm -hmm. to own the plate we have to own the ability for somebody to put a plate in front of us so I guess wrapping it up, man, like I said, I'm impressed with Ketanji Brown Jackson, but I don't know if she's for us. And as I've done the research, it's kind of iffy. I think and, I I think anything I think anything Joe Biden put in front of us is a crock of bull crap. You know, um I I I I analyze I analyze like listen, what has Joe Biden and Kamala done for us? Forget what Ketanji done. What has Joe Biden done for us? What is yeah. what is the president? Is she what's she gonna do that? What's she gonna do for us that the president could do? And, and see, I, I take a position that you know my, my old teacher, brother Steve Cope, he teaches us politics will not whip white supremacy. No, it won't. <laughs> no, it won't. Okay, okay. And and he said that on <laughs> CNN back in 1988. <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, so again, what will? Again, going back to the nucleus of being rooted in a, in our culture, history, and spirituality. And to add value, to what you're saying, think about this, y'all. If mm. you do, if we do, if we do, what the minister says, and we add that culture, history, and spirituality to our to our DNA, to our uh, to our daily goings ons, check. There can't be no Mike Brown because there's going to be an answer for that. It, it, remember, we can come together and say, okay. You got you 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 got Mike Brown killed. Well, guess what we about to do? We about to make sure that no funding, uh, this many black people go over here and do this. We about to make sure no black people go over here and do this since y'all killed Mike Brown. Guess what they're gonna do? Start doing. Uh, another white dude has said this too. What if black people, all black people, went and got insurance, life insurance, right? Mm. If all black people took there tomorrow to go get life insurance, yeah. immediately cop killings would stop because insurance companies hate to pay. So if your cop behind go and kill a black person, that black person got life insurance and no insurance company is gonna want that money out of your behind. And so right. therefore, if we were to, if, we, if all black people would have just do a smart thing, like get life insurance, I mean, it's, it's a double win-win. If you die, you pay, your family get money, right? And, and you're solving an economic, and you're solving an economic and culturalistic problem within your society at the same time. Because I trust me, there will not, eager to shoot black people down if they knew that black people had insurance with all of these uh, all of these companies you know, right? you know to, what to mention, dr david yeah. dr david anderson uh senior said that on get on code about three years ago mm. and, well it was yes, called sir. the fly guy show at that time but right. yeah he said that and i'm just like huh and the more i've thought about it 
and his point was what you just said shot with that if there was a financial consequence yes. for police misbehavior mm-hmm. the insurance companies who have some of the biggest lobbyists in the country would ensure that a change would be made and so that's empowerment that's taking your resources and saying we're going to make something change to work Chad. on our agenda and our benefit Bet. which is what yeah. we need to do right get on cool man and we it's can creator, it's creator operator producer right creator uh create own produce all right create own create own produce right i'm right now and, and down, see man. we can attach that life insurance to being the 20 dollars revolutionary especially yes. when we start buying life insurance policies from our own agents that part that part all right you you you, you taking it there man cultural tithing <laughs> We're going to end with this, man. Okay, cultural tithing. All right. Since we got the chakra doctor who is an ordained minister, okay, let's say, I'm just going to play this out. Okay, tonight was Powerball. Let's say Powerball was 300 million. Okay, I go to the bodega, I buy the tickets, I hit. All right. Out of that 300 million, I give the chakra doctor 30 million as a cultural tie and a spiritual tie all right because what he does he has what i would call a race first ministry which means i know when i give him that 30 dollars that 30 million dollars that 30 million dollars is going to address the needs of original people domestically and globally okay so that is cultural tithing. Immediately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Immediately going to help them out too. Yes, sir. So, right. so like I said, any race first organization you can think of, whether it's the Chakra Doctor, whether it's Nation of Islam, UNIA, the Kemetic, the Moorish, the Hebrew Israelites, put the money, a dime out of every dollar should go back into a race first organization's hands. Man, I all and I and I be saying that about the church. Like the church is supposed to be a organization that helps us get establish an economic base. You know, all that tithes and offers that we give the church, we see none of it back. But the, the pastor could ride around on a Bentley. You know what I mean? And I say I just say if the pastor gave uh, if the pastor gave twenty five percent of what it earned back to the church, to, mm-hmm. that would change the that would change the outcome of the economic situation right. of the parishioners. But and then and then to take it one step further, does your house of worship use a black bank or a black credit union nope they don't well you've been learning and earning with the good brother the chakra doctor and minister zumbi 